on this morning, I just want to invite you to be back in Ephesians. We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. We're in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. We are back in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. So grateful for you to be with us, Iris. Um, so thankful um, for uh, you all connecting with us. Um, Ellison, we thank you uh, for uh, tuning in at this time. Jackson, we thank you. LaMonica, Jazz, we thank you. We thank you all so much, Pandora, for tuning in. Uh, we have some great things here. I don't know about if you all know, but throughout the pandemic and before the pandemic, we had about 21 people join the church. 21 people um, joined the church, and we're going to be having a special service for them on December the 9th, Wednesday, December the 9th, for those who join the church that they can get the right hand of fellowship. And there's going to be a special service on Zoom um, that we're going to have for them that they can get the right hand of fellowship on Zoom. So we just and welcome, welcome them as full members. I'm telling you, God is doing some awesome things. I had a call with Iris uh, Johnson this week, and her daughter, um, wants to join the church as well. So we got people calling in that want to join the church and be a, uh, um, be a part. Uh, Janae, um, Janae want to join the church as well. So we have a, a lot of people that's calling in said, I want to be a part of this local assembly. And we're just so grateful what God is doing. And as we continue to go forward in our service, let us turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Thank you, Lena, for tuning in. Thank you, Sister Murray, for tuning in. Both Sister Murrays for tuning in. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Johnson, for, for tuning in. And also Howard and also Brother Purdue, Kirk Purdue. I thank you so much for tuning in. Tanya, Darlene, I thank you all. Lua Linda, Rochelle, I thank you all for tuning in. We bless you all so much. So we're in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. Thank you. Have your way with this word. Show your word, Lord God, in our hearts. Use me that I may bless you, Lord God, with this word, Lord God. Let your word be lifted up that you may draw all to you. And we thank you for this word. Capture our heart. Capture our mind. Capture us, Lord God, in the will of your way. That we may serve you with gladness and freely. We bless you and we love you, for you are so awesome and so wonderful. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. As we come, we're in Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, and we're going to be reading uh, to verse number 13. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, and we're going to be looking at verses uh, 8 through 13. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. It says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Verse 12, for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are, all, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. 
For whatever make manifest is light, is light. On this morning, as we spend our time together, I want to speak to you from the topic, walk as children of light. Walk as children of light. Walk as children of light. In the chapters 4, 5, and 6, Paul gives us the practical application as believers of how we should conduct ourselves and walk as Christians. Because we are in Christ, Paul tells us this is how we should conduct ourselves. I, I, I like this because Paul writes in a way that not only acts, I mean, command us to do something, but he writes also in how we should do it. He also lays out the practical application as believers, Jasmine, as believers, Charlene, of how we should walk as Christians. He, he lets us know, Beverly, that, that we, should, we should live our life that is, that is different from the world. He lets us know, Angel, that we should live our life different from the world. He lets us know that we should walk a different way, Sister Mercer. He lets us know, Lena and Gretchen, that we, we, we are believers and we are, we are in Christ and our life should be different from, from the world. He lets us know that, that we should walk, that we should conduct ourselves in a manner that will please God and a manner that will show um, our life and our connection to Jesus Christ. He says, he says that we ought to walk as children of the light. And as we come here in these uh, verse, I mean, in this chapter, chapter 4, uh, chapter uh, 5, and chapter 6, Paul gives us pr uh, practical application, Tanis, of, of how we should walk. In verse number, I mean, in chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, he tells us, he told us on a couple of weeks ago that we are uh, to walk. He says, I mean, in chapter 4, verses 1 and 3, 1 through 3, he told us that we are to walk worthy of the calling of which we were called. A couple of weeks ago, we, 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 I preached about that, how we should work, Joe and Wendy, how we should walk um, uh, worthy of the calling which God had called us. Then he came back in, in, in chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, Miss Darlene, and he said that we ought to walk in love. We saw that last week, Keisha. We saw that, um, Sean. We saw that, uh, Nay. We saw that, Joshua and Dirt. We saw that, how we should walk in love. He tells us that, that we should be imitators of God, and, and the way we imitate God is to walk in that agape love, Sam. Walk in that agape love, Tanya. Walk in that agape love, Shorty. We ought to walk in love, Sister Watts. We ought to walk in love, he tells us, in chapter 5, verses 1 through 3. And now he comes in, in chapter 5, verses 8 through 13, and he tells us that we should walk as children of light. He said that we, we, we should walk as children of light. And I told you all uh, a couple of weeks ago that this word walk is an action word. It means to conduct ourselves. It means to live this way. It means to practice this way. We ought to practice walking as children of light. We ought to conduct ourselves to walk as children of light, Charmaine. We ought to conduct ourselves, Reggie, to walk as children of light. Paul said that we ought to walk, Leonard and Janice, we ought to walk as children of light. He says that we are, we are to walk as, as children of light. And one thing we see here in verse 8a, he tells us that we are light. 
Look what he says in verse one, verses uh, 8a. Verse 8a, look what he says. We're in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. And we're going to look at the first part of verse 8. Verse 8a, he tells us that we are light. He tells us to walk as children of the light. And then he tells us that we are light. Look what he said. He said, as children of the light, you got to know your identity, uh, your identity, baby. You got to know who you are. You got to know, Sean, that you are, you are light. You got to know that who you are. And he says that we, uh, as children of the light, he says that we are light. Look what he says. He said, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. He said, I, I want you to know your, your identity. I, I, I want you to know who you are. It's, it's amazing to me that, that, that Christians are walking around, that Christians, we have Christians, people who have accepted Jesus Christ are walking around and don't know who they are. It's amazing to me how, how we walk around as Christians and we don't know our identity of who we are, who we belong to, and what identify us. And he says that I want you to know that you are the light, that you identify, that you, that you know your identity, that you are light. He says that you are light. He says, but, but as a expository preacher and I got to deal with all this, look what he says. He said, for you were once darkness. See, 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 you missed your point to shout right there. You missed your point to shout because you, 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 you missed the word of once. He said you were once darkness. That means that one time ago you used to live in darkness. One, one, one time ago you didn't have a re relationship with God. Before you gave your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, one time ago you didn't have a relationship with God. You were depraved. You were far away from God. You were separated from the light of God. You was, uh, had desires that wasn't in God. And he says that was one time ago that you walked in darkness. But then he comes back and he gives a transitional word. And he says uh, right here, he said, but... See, that's another shout right there. You missed it. That's a transitional word. He says, but that means something changed. That means something happened. When you see but here, it means something happened, something different happened. He said, you once was walking in darkness, but now. What is that but now? He said, but now you are light in the Lord. That means that things change, that things happen. He says, but now that you are light in the Lord, you got to understand that something changed. And that means that now you are light because you have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he says, but now you are light in the Lord. You got to understand who you are. You got to understand your identity. We got to know who we are in Christ. And he says, in Christ, we are light. He said, we are the light, Lord Linda. We are the light, Cherie. We are the light. He says that you are, you, you, you are the light. And I like this. Watch this. Because we, we have been converted. We have been regenerated. We, 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 we have immediately uh, 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 move from darkness to light. We are no longer the child of the devil, but we are child of God. We, we, we are light. We are light. I'm getting excited about this because he lets us know our identity as we are light. And he's not only say this here, but also in Matthew. Matthew chapter 5 verse 4, he tells us that we are light. We are light. And I like this because he says that we are light. He didn't say we are a reflection of a light. He didn't say we were a light. He says that, watch this, that we, we, we are light. We, we're not a reflection of light. We, we, we haven't, he, he didn't say we was enlightened. 
He didn't say that we, 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 are, uh, we are a light. Watch this. He said that we are light. That we, we, we light. Wanda and Gretchen, we are light. We are light in the Lord, he says. He said that we are, we are light. I'm trying to get you to understand your position. I'm trying to get you to understand your identity. Brian and Tammy, that you are like Kim, you are like uh, Deacon Reeves, you are, I mean, Pastor Reeves, you are like Deacon Allen, Deacon Bell, you are light. He said that we are light. Shorty, we are light. Charmaine, we are light. He said we are light, and I like this. He said that we are, we are light. We are, we are full with the presence of God in us, dwelling in us, the Holy Spirit, which we have the light. And he tells us that we are light. He says that as children, he tells us to walk in, in the light, but we got to understand who we are. We got to understand our identity, that we are light. But there are some things I got I to gotta help you understand about this light. Because it says that we are light in the Lord. That we are the light in, in the Lord. So some things that, that you got to understand about this light. One of the things you got to understand is that our light comes from the Lord. So that means if you outside of the Lord, you do not have light. That means if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, having surrendered your light by faith. That Jesus is Lord and he died on a, and believed that he died on a cross and shed his blood for the remission of your sin. You don't have light. Light only comes from the Lord. And, and because we have a relationship with God, because God lives in us, we are the light. So I want you to know, to notice that if you don't have Christ, you don't have light. Yes, you can do some good things. Yes, you can do some great things. Yes, you can be nice. Yes, you can be kind. But that doesn't mean you have the light, Nicole. To have the light, you got to be in the Lord. It says that you are the light in the Lord. So he says our light comes from the Lord. There's no way we can, we can be light on our own. We are, we are the light because of our, our relationship with God, because we are the children of God. We gotta, you, we gotta understand that the reason why we are light because we are children of God. We are a child of God. Watch this. We're in Ephesians chapter five, verse eight. We still in verse eight a, and he tells us that we are the light. We are the light. But I want you to hear this because you gotta understand that our, our light comes from the Lord. Outside of God, there is no light. Everything is darkness. The only reason why we have light is because we in the Lord, Jackson. The only reason why we have light because we in the Lord. And he tells us, Samaria, that because we're in the Lord, we have light. And outside of God, there's no light. There's all darkness. And he says, watch this, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, write that down. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. I know some of you all are on your phones. I know some of you all are on your phones and you can't, you can't turn quickly. But 1 John, just write it down so you can read it later. 1 John, Lena, 1 John uh, chapter 5. Uh, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. 1 John, not John, not the gospel John. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 says this. Look what it says. It says, this is a message which we have heard from him who is Jesus Christ and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. You got to understand that outside of God, there's, there, there's darkness. Outside of God, there, there's no light. If you're not in God, you don't have light. 
I don't care how good you look. I don't care what church you go to. If you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you and Doc, somebody need to hear that because somebody think they murdering somebody who's in the light that don't even have a relationship with God. I don't care how good he treats you. I don't care how good she smells. I don't care how kind she is and how beautiful he is. I mean, handsome he is and beautiful she is. If he ain't in, the, if he ain't in Christ and she ain't in Christ, they are not in the light says that we are light, and we got to know that in light there's some things that we must understand, that the light comes from the Lord. He said that we are light in the Lord. Also, another thing you must understand about this light, that if you are saved, you are not, if you're not saved, you're not in the light. This light is only for believers. He only speaking to believers here. We are light in the Lord, he said. He said, in the Lord means that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Watch this. Tasha, watch this. John chapter 8, verse 12. John chapter 8, verse 12 says it like this. I am the light. Jesus, this Jesus himself, said, I am the light, nay. I am the light, whim. And he says, he who follow me, shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. He says that the reason why we have light is because, watch this, Kathy, watch this, reason why we have light, because we are in Christ Jesus, Andrea. We have light, uh, Sister Christian, because we in Christ Jesus. We have light, Sister Tutu, because we in Christ Jesus. Bianca, he says you have the light because you in Christ Jesus. Without Jesus, you don't have light. Because it's all light in him. His essence is light. God is light. And he says, because we are in him, we have light. And outside of him, we don't have light. But there's another thing we need to know about this light. Because he says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, that we are light. We're in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8a. We're still there. And he tells us another thing. He says that, you got to understand that, that um, the next thing you got to understand about this light is that we cannot walk in light and darkness at the same time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Pooh, you got to understand. You got to understand, Tammy and Pooh, you got to understand that you can't walk in light and darkness at the same time. That, 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 that you, you, you can't walk uh, in a way that, 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 that shines light and then walk in darkness at the same time. Oh, my God. What I mean? What I mean? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch it, watch it. Uh, uh, one time ago, uh, you used to hear people say all the time that, 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 that she or he got one foot in the church and one foot in the world. Y'all remember that? Y'all, y'all ever heard people say that, Deacon Dixon? Yeah, they, they, got, they got one foot in the world and they got one foot in, in, in the church. Um, um, but that, that's wrong theology right there. The Bible doesn't speak of that because the Bible doesn't say that. It's impossible to have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. You, you, you can't be separated like that. The Bible, the Bible doesn't speak that. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, it tells us there's only two ways. He says that in, chapter, in Matthew chapter, four, uh, chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, said there are only two ways. There are only two ways. Here's it. He says it's a narrow way and it's a broad way. He says it's a narrow way and it's a broad way. He said it's a narrow way, Jada, and it's a broad way. He said it's a narrow way, Ashley, and a broad way. He said it's a narrow way, Jasmine, and a broad way. And a narrow way leads to life and a broad way leads to death. So he says that it ain't no 
such thing as one foot in the church and one foot in the world. He says, you either in the world or you in the church. It's either or. You got to make your decision up. And because you surrender to Jesus Christ, you have to be the light. You are the light. So you have to walk in light. You cannot walk in both of them. You either in, in Christ or you not, Marvin and Monica. You either in Christ and you walk in the light, Monique and Monica. You in the light or you outside the light says, look, that you are the light. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 tells us that we are the light. There's no such thing. He said, you once lived in darkness. You once lived that way. You once conducted yourself in a way that wasn't right before God. You once did those things. You once lived in a way that was depraved and separated from God. But now, since you have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, you are the light. He tells us that we are the light. Paul tells us here in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 through 13, to walk in the light, that we as children should walk in, walk in the light as children of the Lord. And he tells us the first thing, that we are the light. You got to know who you are. Your identity is that you are light. And he tells us to walk in the light. First thing we see here, he tells us as children of God, walk in the light. He lets us know in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8a, that we are the light. The second thing, we see in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8b through 11, is that we, as children of light, that we are children of light. He said that we, we as children of light, he says that we, we need to walk as children of light. Watch this, Ashley and Chris, watch this. He said as children of light, we need to walk as children of light. He said that we need to walk as children of light. He says the second thing that we need to understand in, in verse 8, B through 11 is that we uh, walk as children of light. We need to walk as children of light. He tells us that we are light. He lets us know our identity because we were once dead, but now we light. And now he tells us as children of the light, walk in light. He tells us to walk in light. But I like this. Again, watch this. Listen to me. When Ephesians chapter 8, I mean chapter 5, verse 8, through 11, look what he says. He tells us that we are light in chapter 5, verse 8a. And then he comes back in chapter 5, verse 8b through 11 and tells us to walk as children of light. Watch this. Paul is not suggesting that we walk as children of light. Paul is not appealing to us to walk as children of the light. Paul is not even encouraging us to walk as children of the light. Paul is commanding us, commanding us, determining that we walk as children of light. He says walk as children of light. But what I love about Paul, because Paul is not like us. And what we do, we tell children what to do, but we don't tell them how to do it. So Paul says, I'm not only going to command you to walk as children of light, but I'm going to show you practical application of how to walk as children of light. Watch this. Paul says, walk as children of light. Watch this. He said, walk as children of light. Look at verse number uh, uh, eight. Look at verse eight. Look at verse eight. Look at verse eight. Look at verse eight. 8B, look, look what he says. Paul says, watch this. He says in verse 8B, walk as children of light. Watch this. He said, walk, hey, Paul said, walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding 
out what is acceptable to the Lord. He says, and have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. He says, Paul says, look, Paul says, Marvin, look, Paul, Paul says, how do, he says, not only to walk in life, he don't only command us to walk in life. He says, I'm going to give you proper application of how to walk in life. Because I remember when I was first came to church, and I remember I listened to a lot of preachers and a lot of teachers, and they say, um, um, do the will of God. Just be holy. You, as Christians, we need to be holy. We need, we need to do the will of God. We need to uh, be patient. Be patient in the Lord. But that's great, and that's, that's good. The Bible says that. But how do I do those things? What, what, what do these things look like? What, what do it look like to be patient in the Lord? What is, how does that look in my daily life? What, what does it look like to, to walk in holiness? What, what do that mean? I, I don't know what that means. What, what, what do it mean to do the will of God? What, what do it mean? Paul don't, don't leave us like that. He don't command us to do something without telling us how to do it. Watch this. Paul says that we ought to be children, walk as children of the light, and now he gives us practical application of how to walk as children of the light. He says, watch this. I'm glad you asked. He says, Paul, how do we walk as children of the light? Because that's the question I had. I said, Paul, you tell me to walk as a child of light. How do I walk as a child of light? He said, walk in all goodness. Look at the scripture right there. He says, how do we walk? He said, by walking in goodness. He says, walking in goodness. The word goodness means to be good. He said that we need to walk. We need to conduct ourselves as children of the light, Howard, in good morals. How's your morals? Let's evaluate your morals. How, how Are you walking in good morals? He said that as children of light, we need to walk in good deeds. He said, let's walk in goodness. We need to walk in good works. How's your works? Are your works good or your works in darkness? He said that we need to walk in good speech. He said that as we walk, he says, as we, we walk as children of light, we need to walk in goodness. Too many people not walking in goodness, walking in evil. Walking in, in misunderstanding. He said that as children of the light, walk in goodness. We ought to walk in a way that show the good of God in our world. He tells us to walk in goodness. But how else, Paul, should we walk? Paul said, I'm glad you asked. He said, by walking in righteousness. What did that mean? He says, Paul says, watch this. Paul said, we need to walk in a way that is right. We need to conduct ourselves as Christians in right living. Not in deceitful living. Not an unrighteous living, but we need to walk in our way that is right by the Lord. That to do the right thing. Can you do the right thing sometimes? Can sometimes you say no to sin? Can sometimes you say no to temptation? Can sometimes you do the right thing in the Lord? He says that we are to walk in light. We got to walk in the Lord. How do we do it? He said in righteousness. He says that we got we to gotta walk in righteousness. We, we, we got to walk in righteousness. Do what is right. Do what is right. He said, treat people right. How do you treat people? How do you treat people? Are you treating them right or are you treating them wrong? He said, do, do what is right. Stand for what is right. Are you standing for what is right? Are you standing up for what is right? Or are you trying to find every gray area to stand up for what is wrong? 
You don't know the Bible yourself, so you're like, well, well, well God, if, uh, um, 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 if we engage, we still can have sex because we're going to get married. No, the Bible says fornication is a sin. Because you engage don't mean you, that you can have sex. Once you get married, then you consummate the marriage. We try to find gray areas to try to fit what we want because we, we, we won't walk right. He says that we must walk right. We must walk right. But God, I, I, I smoke this weed because, you know, you created it and it's from the earth. You know, this is the herb you created, so I'm, I'm going to smoke it. No. God says, do you want to be spirit? I mean, if you want to be filled with some spirits, be filled with the Holy Spirit, not with the spirits. He says that we must walk right. He says as children of light, we must walk right. He's telling us how to walk. And then he goes on. He says, not only are we walking goodness, we should walk in goodness. We, we, we should walk in righteousness. But he says, also walk in truth. Look what he says. He said that by that, that walking as children of light, we got to walk in truth. He said, let truth lead us. Is truth leading you? Is truth leading you? Let truth be your guide. You walk after truth, not before truth. Let truth lead you and guide you. Are you standing in truth? Will you stand up for truth? Whether it hurts or whether you agree with it or not. And everything in the Bible is true. It doesn't matter what your, what your feelings are or how you think. But God says, that we are children of the light and we need to walk in light. And he says, the way we walk in light is walk in truth. And we living in a world that got a bunch of lies. We living in a world that can tell a lie and people will grab onto it and run with it and believe it. We living in a lying society where the highest position in office can come on TV and give a blatant lie and got millions and millions of people following it. Are you walking in truth? He says, as children of the light, here's how we should live. This is our practical walk in goodness, in righteousness, and in truth. Are you standing in truth? And I'm telling you, it's not easy, especially when it costs us something, especially when it has a, a consequence. I remember a couple of years ago, I got a ticket for speeding. And I was speeding, I was wrong. And I said, you know what, I ain't paying this ticket, I'm going to court. Because y'all know, if you go to court, the police may not show up. Police don't show up, you don't pay it. So I'm banking on the police not showing up, but while I'm on my way to court, I'm trying to make up a lie if the police show up to get out of it because of the consequence. Ticket was like $150 or something. I'm trying to get out of it. And I'm, you know how you, you know how when you're trying to make up a lie, you in there, you talking to yourself. I'm, I'm driving, yeah, I'm going to say this to the judge, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, sir, you know, he, I, I wasn't speeding. I don't know if he was looking at me. It was another car on the road just like mine. You know, I'm making up stuff, talking to myself, trying to coach myself. I, I'm being real here. I know y'all fake, but I'm being real. I'm trying to coach myself up to tell a lie. I'm not walking in truth. I get in court. 
call my name? Colin Pugh. Yeah, that's me. Come on up. I look to the side. The cop coming up too. I said, dang, Lord. The cop come up too. Now what you going to do? He said, are you innocent or guilty? And I heard before that people were saying I'm guilty with an explanation. But I said, man, I'm guilty. He said, so why didn't you just pay the ticket? I said, because I was coming trying to get the ticket reduced and hoping that the, court, the, uh, the police officer don't come. He said, well, don't you know it's the, the police job to come to court? Uh, yeah, but I hope he has something else to do. And he said, look, since you were honest, we're going to take the bill off. You just pay the court fee. That's what happens. You got to be honest. You got to be honest. I should have just paid it up front anyway because I was wrong. But are you walking in truth? Are you walking in truth? Are you, are you walking in truth? He says, as, as children of light, walk in truth. But then he goes on. Look what he says. He says, as children of light, here's how we walk. He said, walk in goodness. He said, walk in righteousness. He said that we ought to walk in truth. And then he goes on. He said, we ought to walk in what is acceptable to the Lord. Look what he says in verse number 11. Look what he says. He said, look what he says right here. In verse number, um, number 11, I mean, number, um, number uh, 10, he said, find out what is acceptable to the Lord. He says, as children who walk in the light, we need to walk in a way that is acceptable to God. He says, we need to walk in a way that is acceptable to God. As children of light, are you walking in a way that God is pleased with? Are, are you walking in a way what, what, what God is, is happy with? Can, can, is God bragging on you in the way you walking? In the way you live in your life, is, is God pleased with how you live it? Is God pleased with, with what's coming out your mouth? Is God, is God pleased with, with, with the way you conducting yourself? He says, as children of light, we got to walk in a way that is acceptable to God. We got to walk in forgiveness. We got to walk in love. We got we to gotta walk in a way that, that helps people. We got to walk in a way that gives to people, that gives. We got we to gotta walk in a way of righteousness. He said that this is how we walk as, 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 as Christians in the light. He said that you are the light and this is how we walk. This is practical application of how to live your life as a believer. He says as a believer, we got to walk this way. So he says... That we should walk in light, walk as children in the light. He said, in all goodness, in righteousness and truth. He says also we got to walk in a way that is acceptable to the Lord. And look what he says in verse 11. He says one more thing in verse 11. Look what he says. He says that we should walk in a way that we have no fellowship with darkness. He says that we, as children of the light, we should walk in a way that has no fellowship with darkness. Watch this. Because darkness represents sin. Light represents salvation. Darkness represents evil. Light represents righteousness. Darkness represents separation from God. Life represents redemption in God. So he says that we should not have any fellowship with darkness. Watch this. Look what he says. Look what he says. I hope you're reading with me. Verse 11. Look what he says. Look what he says. We're in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. 
He says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. He said that we should have no fellowship with anything that, that, that is in darkness. He says that, as a matter of fact, darkness is unfruitful. It's no fruit in sin. It's all dead fruit. It cannot bring life. You got to understand that sin has no life. Sin is just death. And he says as children of the light, we got to walk in, 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 in no, and have no fellowship with those who are in darkness. He says, look, they unfruitful works. But watch this. Because this is going to get you. Because some of your friends and some of your family are, are walking in darkness. But watch this. He says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. He says, if we're going to walk in as light, we got to expose darkness. He says, but look, look at the word he used. That's why, oh, God, I love your word. Look what he says. Look what he says. I love your word, God. He says, expose, but rather expose them. Watch this. He said, rather expose them. He says, look, look, look at this, Joe. Look at this. Look at this. He says that we, we, we are to walk in light. And he tells us how. He said the way we walk in light is don't have fellowship with darkness, but expose them. Oh, my God. He said expose them. Y'all not getting it yet. He said expose them. Y'all not getting it yet. He said expose them that when light show up, guess what? Darkness got to flee and it's exposed everybody. But guess what? Who is them? That's a question we got to ask. God, who is them? Who is them, God? Who is the ones that we ought to expose? Who is the ones that we ought to, we ought to challenge? Who is the ones that we ought to uphold? Who is the ones that we ought to expose? Watch this. Who, who are them, God? Who is those that we ought to expose? Who is them that God is talking about that we ought to expose? Watch this, y'all. It's just going to blow your mind. This going to blow your mind. It, it's, it's them. It's them who we talking about that we ought to expose. Watch this, Sarita. It's them. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, Samara. Watch this, Janet. It's them who we ought to expose. Unbelievers? The ones who don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? The ones who never surrendered to them, to Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. The ones who walking in darkness and have no light. It, it's them, the, the ones who, who, who rejected God, who rejected the Messiah. It's, it, it's them, uh, uh, Lord Linda, the, one, Lord Linda, the ones who, 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 who don't know Jesus Christ, Ernest Pugh. Who, who is them? Who is them? We're in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. Who is them? He says, because we ought to practice, we ought to practice, our practice is to walk in light. And he said, who is them? Who is them who we should expose? Who is them? Are they unbelievers or are them, them believers? Are, are those, those ones we should expose are believers? The ones who, who, who know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The ones who sur surrendered, they lied to him. Look, look, look at verse 11. He says that we should expose them. He said that we should, who is them? Are they unbelievers or believers? I'm glad y'all asked. Because watch this. Because turn to Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 through 13. Corinthians chapter 5. Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 through 13. 
Corinthians, we're going to find out who them thin, who them, them are. Um, them are. I said that right, right? We're going to find out who them, them are. Okay. I know that. I don't know. I, I guess. Who, do, who we going to find out who they are? Are they believers or unbelievers? Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9. He says, I write to you in my epistle. Watch this. I write to you in my epistle, which means this letter, not to keep company with sexual immorality people. Now, let me tell you what happened. Now, what was going on in the Corinthian church was a young man was having sex with his father's wife. This was going on. Corinthian church was an awful church. You think your church awful. Corinthian church is worse. Matter of fact, it was terrible. It was a terrible church. There's no such thing as a good church. So they were having sex. It was a kid and they were having sex with his father's wife. So Paul now come pulled them to the carpet. He pulled the church to the carpet. And he says, you should not have fellowship with anybody that operate in sexual immorality. But watch this. So we still got to find out who is them. He says, yet, I certainly do not mean with the sexual immorality people of this world. Watch this. Or with, uh, or with this world, covetousness, extortioners, or idolaters. Since, the, since then, you, were, uh, you will need to go out of this world. So Paul says that, that, that I'm not asking you not to fellowship with those unbelievers because they are in the world. And if you don't have fellowship with them, you, can't, you cannot have fellowship with them because they, you must got to lead the world. Paul says, I'm not talking about unbelievers. Paul says that I'm not talking about you shouldn't have fellowship with unbelievers because they in the world. And the way you not have fellowship with unbelievers means you got to leave as a believer. And that's contrary to scripture. Because Jesus Christ saved you, not for the believers, but saved you that you may be a testimony for unbelievers. So he's telling us who the thin is, who the thin are. So he says, watch this, that we should, he says, but in verse 11, but now I have written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother. Not a brother as a sibling, but a brother who is in Jesus Christ, a saint. He said that I told you not to have fellowship with another believer who operate in darkness. So who is them? When Paul says that we are to expose them, them are the believers. He says that we shouldn't be walking around telling sinners that they can't fornicate because that's what they do. But are you questioning and are you holding accountable the ones that are in the church, the believers, the ones who are the light? He says those are the ones we expose. But I ain't finished yet because it's good. I love your word, God. Watch this. Watch this. He says who, who is sexual and moral or covetousness, or idolatry, or revelers, or drunkenness, or extortioners. He said not even to eat with such them. He said that we should not even eat with them. He said that we should not even eat with them for what I have to do with judging those also outside and do not judge those inside. Wow. He says, look, he says, here it is. If you're walking in the light, 
and you practice and walking in the light, you got to expose darkness. You got to expose those things that dark. You got to understand that when you walk in light, you got to expose those in darkness. Who are those in darkness? He said the ones who already accept Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. What that mean? He says that you got to hold the Christian accountable. And are you walking in light? Will you see your brother and sister in the Lord that is sinning and you just sitting there and you ain't saying nothing? He says, matter of fact, you shouldn't even sit with them. You shouldn't eat with them. You shouldn't hang out with them. You should uh, uh, cut off all fellowship with them because they walking in darkness. And as children of the light, we can't fellowship with those in the darkness. Who are those in the darkness? He's talking about the believers in Jesus Christ. Too many of us, we walking around uh, talking about unbelievers, but you got believers doing the same thing the unbelievers doing. Paul says that are you holding the, the believers accountable? Are you holding them accountable or are you walking with them in darkness? Paul says that as children of light, we got to hold those believers accountable. And today I, 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 I push you, I command you to walk as children in the light, of light. Not in the light, but of light. Walk as children of light. Because we live in this dark world, y'all. This world is so dark, it's so dim, it's full of darkness, full of hatred, full of unwise thoughts, depraved, condemned. As Christians, we are called to walk in the light. We are called to lead the way of Christ. We are called to lead the way of God. And I just want to challenge you today to, to walk as children of light because you are the light. And because you are the light, we ought to walk as children of light. Paul says, how do we walk? We walk in goodness. We walk in righteousness. We walk in truth. We walk in what is acceptable to God. And we expose those Christians who walk in darkness. Amen? Amen. I'm done. Father God, I thank you for being God. I thank you for your word. I pray that this word was penetrated in someone's heart, that they walk may be different. Lord God, challenge us that we may live a different life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.